You know, I want to begin tonight just by saying this simple truth. God has been good to us. God has been good. Hopefully you grab this card on your way in. If you have this, would you wave it at me really quick? Little update, vision night. And one of the things that I want you to recognize, on the back side, there's a snapshot of our annual report for our financials. And I want to highlight something significant. If you go down to that green bar, you see where we are at in the total of all the ministries combined was a positive $670,661. Now, understand, that's before this church helped launch Centro de Vida, who has been growing in our church for the last 20 years. The cool thing, over 20 years ago, they began to set money aside in a fund that we had held in reserves for them. And we knew that the day would come that they would launch out to a place of becoming a sovereign church and ultimately pursue a dream that God had put in their heart to purchase a building. And so you'll notice in this number that we have helped launch, they raised nearly a million dollars. And so we sent one point, what was it? Uh, Where's the number at? There it is, $1.18 million with them as they launched out. Now that's money that they had been setting aside for over 20 years. And so when you look at the net impact of that, some of you who are accounting majors or kind of finance people, you're looking at that number going, wait a minute, it looks like we lost $516,000. No, no. That's a reflection of the money that Centro de Vida had raised and we transferred off of our books over to them. Because how many know in God's economy, his his numbers don't work like accounting numbers, (laughs) God's economy, what we see is that we helped launch Centro de Vida, and they are now a sovereign church, and they're thriving, and they're doing well, and we are cheering them on, and we are excited about all that God is doing in and through them. So I want to let you know, Life Center, our finances are strong. They're healthy. And thank you for leaning in. Thank you for your faithful support. I realized something important tonight. There's this thing called the Pareto Principle. How many of you ever heard of that? 20% of the people do 80% of the work, carries through everything. Here's what I know tonight. I'm talking to the 20%. Because you're the people who who lean in. You're the people who show up. You're the people who invest. And here's what I'm believing for. A year from now, there's even going to be more. The 20% is going to grow. Because I believe that God has given us a big vision. And he's put us in the city for such a time as this. Amen? And so it's amazing what, what God has done. So incredible not just in the area of finances. But one thing that's not reflected on that financial snapshot, we have some room to celebrate tonight for what God did in and through Life Center Cares. Because in 2022, we brought in nearly $450,000 for Life Center Cares. But in addition to that, I'm excited to share with you tonight the collective total that Life Center gave, both locally and globally, through Life Center Cares, through the big offering that we gave towards the Ukraine, through all of our different giving, both locally and globally, that went out for impact. Are you ready for this number? This is the first time you're seeing this. Life Center last year, 2022, this is what you gave locally and globally to World Missions. Check this out. Do we have that number? No, that's not the right one. There's a different number. Wait for it. 
No, we don't have that. I'm just messing with you guys. Here's what you gave to local and global missions. $895,000. Come on, that moment was funny right there. You gave 450. Guess what we gave away? 129. So you guys are like, I might not be a numbers person, but that doesn't seem like good math. Here's what's amazing. The impact of $895,000 went out to our city, Pierce County, and literally around the world. Life Center, we are on a fast track to be a church that will give well over a million dollars a year away through the ministry of this place. Isn't that awesome? I'm believing for it. And just just buckle your seatbelt if that makes you nervous, because I'm going to share with you some of our 10-year dreams and goals. And so tonight, that's where I want us to pivot right now. The clock says I got 15 minutes. And you know, for me, that means absolutely nothing. So here we go. Uh, Tonight, I invite us to take a step in the journey. You ready to take a step? You see, a year ago at Vision Night, I shared with you a vision narrative that we called The Church I See. And this was a call for us to embrace the church that ultimately God was calling us to become. As you heard and saw from that video, it's amazing some of the pieces of that vision already beginning to take place. But tonight, I want to jump off of the church I see from that as our launching board and now set some goals and direction for us as a church community. And so here's what I'm going to ask. Over the next few minutes, will you lean in? If you have something to write, maybe you want to write some things down, and I'm going to be writing some things down as well for you to take you on this journey of a vision narrative to now setting some direction. And here's why this matters. There are two key numbers that I want you to be aware of tonight, and I'm going to write these down for you so that we can keep them in our minds. The first number is 633,320. Those of you who've maybe been around the last year, no doubt you've heard me say this number and leak this number out a number of times. And and what is the significance of that number? Well, in Pierce County, there's 892,000 people that call Pierce County home. Of this 892,000, 633 plus thousand people are not connected to Jesus or his church. Let that sink in for a second. 633,000 of your neighbors, your coworkers, your family members, the person who serves you coffee every morning, the person who works for you and the person that you work for. They're a part of that number of 633,000 people who if they don't come to know and experience life in Jesus, they will spend eternity apart from God. So quite literally, eternity is at stake. You see, this number, it 
it represents the bullseye of our mission in our vision. Why? Because the 633,000, they need life in Jesus. But let me address that second number for a moment because it's kind of odd just to have a random 50 here. But what I'm going to ask you to do tonight is, Life Center, would, would you dream a dream with me that goes beyond maybe our lifetime? See, 50 years from now, if by God's grace, I'm still alive, I'll be 93, rapidly approaching 94. But what I want us to dream about is should Jesus tarry? If we lean into the vision that he's given us, what could Tacoma look like 50 years from now? What could Pierce County look like 50 years from now? What could the church that we will hand our children and our grandchildren, what will it look like 50 years from now? And I know that's a tall ask. Why? Because sometimes it's hard for us to imagine what next year is going to look like, let alone 50 years from now. But there's something important that the generations that have gone before us always had. They didn't just consider themselves. They had a future perspective. Tyler, what do you mean by that? How many know we are sitting in seats tonight that most of us did not pay for? Somebody went before us. And so I want us to dream together tonight, and, and I want us to begin with our, our simple why as Life Center. We have a simple why. This is our mission. Do you know it? What's our mission? To bring life in Jesus, right? Some of you guys got really nervous. You're like, please don't call on me. Please don't call on me. <laughs> but here we go. Let's, let's make this bold so we can actually see it here. You ready? To bring what? Life. Come on, say it again. Life in Jesus to who? Every life in our what? Communities. Plural on purpose. We got a campus down in Fredrickson. It's called the Rainier Campus. We got a campus up in Ruston. It's called the North Tacoma Campus. We have multiple communities that we are trying to reach. And at the end of the day, our why, why do we exist? Why do we do weekend gatherings? Why do we have the ministries that we have? It's because we are on a mission to bring life in Jesus to every life. You know who that means? It's the 633,000. There's, there's other people who are connected to other churches. Guess what? We're not trying to steal from other churches to build Life Center. Hello? We're not trying to get big off of other churches. In fact, our goal as a church is not even to just get big. Our goal is to grow the people of Life Center big. Why? Because that's the type of people that God uses to reach others. See, tonight I want us to keep our why in focus. We exist for a clear purpose, to bring life in Jesus to every life. The neighbor that drives you nuts, and they're not yet connected to Jesus, guess what? They're in your mission field. That relative that you feel like, man, there's no way they're ever going to say yes to Jesus, guess what? There's a reason God put them in your family tree. 
We don't just receive the grace of Jesus. We extend the grace of Jesus. But, but how? See, this is where we get practical. How are we going to bring life in Jesus to every life? Tyler, that's not possible. Tyler, we can't do that. Tyler, we, we don't have enough. We're not big enough. And, and if that's our mindset, we might as well just pack it up, turn the lights off, and go home. Because here's what I believe. I believe God put us in this city for a purpose. Over 100 years ago, and guess what? We're still here. Do you know that this church has survived two global pandemics? One a couple years ago in the Spanish flu, over 100 years ago. And guess what? We're still here. They can't get rid of us. We're still on mission with Jesus. And I don't think that's an accident. I think that is important. And so tonight, it's a collective call to believe for something and for each of us to believe for someone. So tonight, I'm believing for. Tonight, what are you believing for? How are we going to impact the 633,000 people in Pierce County? It comes down to a simple word, commitment. Commitment. For us to commit to be a church that will fulfill our vision, and what's our vision? That we would be a church that will reach wide, a church that will build strong, and a church that will love well. That's our vision. Do you know that? I, I, I want to focus in on those three things tonight. I want to talk about reach wide. Can you say reach wide? We're going to do that. We're going to build strong. Can you say build strong? And the last thing I'm going to focus on is love well. Can you say love well? Love well. See, these are so incredibly important. And these, I'm asking us as Life Center, please let these be more than just words. This is a vision of who we are called to be. We want to bring life in Jesus to every life in our communities. But how are we going to do that? We are going to commit to being a church that will not just reach, we, we want to reach wide. But if we reach wide and we don't develop people and build disciples, what are we doing? We don't just want to build people, we want to build them strong. And at the end of the day, if, if we do those first two, but we don't love well, well, Scripture has something to say about that. I'll get to that in a moment. But this is, this is ultimately where we're headed. See, this vision of, of bringing life in Jesus to every life in our communities, it, it matters because I want to see that number of 633,000 decrease and I want to see the kingdom of heaven increase. Anybody else? But what that means, what that means is that each of us getting our hands involved. Because it's more than just what happens on this stage or the stage at the Rainier campus or the stage at the North Tacoma campus, it matters in what's taking place in your conversations during the week. It matters in how you're being equipped to go and, and actually share your faith in Jesus and the difference that Jesus makes and, and knowing the scripture well enough to, to give the reason for the hope that you have in Christ. You see, this matters because a number of months ago I was, I was praying and God put a crazy number in my heart. <laughs> what number is that? Some of you are just like, whoa, what, 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 what was the number? And th this was the number that I felt like the Lord challenged me with. 
And I'm like, really, God? Like, that's, and, and I, I felt the Lord challenge me with this thought. Tyler, I want you to believe that Life Center will be able to touch on every single Sunday 1% of Pierce County. 1%. 1% of Pierce County in our gatherings. 1% of Pierce County in our community, 1% worshiping Jesus, 1% on mission with Jesus. See, all of a sudden, I began to get a little bit nervous, like, okay, God, um, you realize 1% is like 8,900 people, right? Tyler, pray for it, believe for it. And I felt challenged, the Lord, Lord kind of encouraged me, go, go back and study the, the start of the church in the book of Acts. And what's interesting is you read through the book of Acts and you study church history, you grow to realize that it took the church 250 years to become 1% of the population of the Roman Empire. 250 years. But then something crazy happened in the next 50 years. Everybody say 50. <laughs> the church that was 1% in the next 50 years, it, it took 250 years to become 1%. In the next 50 years, so by the year 300, it became 10% of the population. But then something even crazier happened in the next 50 years because the next 50 years, all of a sudden, what was 10% grew to 56% of the population. You see, 1% is enough to become a catalyst. 1% is enough to begin to turn the world upside down. And I'm just crazy enough to believe that maybe, just maybe, God would use a church like Life Center. God would use people just like you and me to reach, to love, to equip and build people that we would impact every single week on our campuses. 1% of Pierce County. Not just for that year, but thinking, God, if we could reach 1%, then what could happen the next 50 years after that? God, what could you do in and through this place to transform our city and transform Pierce County? Now, I know and I realize we are not the only church in this city. I realize we're not alone in this journey. We're not the only one who have the corner market on, on extending the mission of Jesus, but I do think we have to stop and consider what is it that God is asking us to do? Because I do know this, to whom much is given, much is required. And I don't know about you, but I feel like we've been given a lot. We've been given a great legacy. We've been given a great history. And we can't just sit around and go, you know what, we have a great legacy, a great history. I pray that the, the windshield of Life Center is always bigger than our rear view mirror. Yeah. That we have more in front of us than we do behind us, amen? amen. And so let me focus in on, on these three components. Can you say reach wide? Reach wide. reach wide. I am committing, as your senior pastor, and I know the campus pastors, they're, they're with me, we're, we're one in heart and spirit in this. We are gonna do everything we can on Sundays to provide atmospheres 
where you can invite your neighbors, invite your friends, invite your coworkers, and we are gonna create environments where there is a wide, loving reach. We want to see people brought into the kingdom. I want to see that number of 633,000 decrease, and I wanna see the kingdom of heaven increase. Are all of them gonna stay at Life Center? No. But man, if they meet Jesus, game on. That's what we're aiming for. Why? Because 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, you might want to write this one down. It's, it's kind of important. Let's see if I can get this number here. 1 Timothy 2, 4. It says this. God wants everyone to be saved. Sounds a little bit like our vision, doesn't it? Our mission. God wants everyone to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth of who Jesus is. Tyler, why do you want us to be a church that reaches wide? It's, it's comfortable right now. I know everybody. I always have my seat. <laughs> and I tell people when they're in it. <laughs> if that's you, stop it. <laughs> There's no names on no seats. All are welcome. Listen, some of us, we, we have to change our language and our perspective because if we are committing to be a church that reaches wide, guess what? There's gonna be people that show up and they're not fixed up yet. They don't know how to fake it as good as you fake it. I love you. There's, they're going to be in process just like you are in process, just like we are in process. And, and is there room enough in our hearts? Because I know this, there's room enough in God's kingdom for them. We've got to be a church that reaches wide. And friends, here's been my, my unending prayer the last 21 days of prayer and fasting. And I want to say thank you for every one of you who've shown up for one of our prayer gatherings, for one of you who, who have leaned in and maybe you took your first step fasting for the first time. Thank you. But I keep praying over and over. God, may this be the greatest season of soul winning that Life Center has ever seen. And I keep praying it. I keep praying it. Because here's what I know. There's more Richards who are tuning in online. And they're just waiting for somebody. And, and they're going to be in their apartment going, by the screen. And then they're going to take a step and they're going to get in community. But understand, there's more people and yet we have to captivate that heart. God, would you send us out on mission? Would you allow us to be evangelists? Let this be the greatest season of soul winning we've ever experienced as a church community. And this is so significant. Barna, who does a lot of research in the church area, they conducted a recent survey. Do you know that in 1993, 89% of active Christians, they said that evangelism, what is evangelism? It's simply sharing your faith to help bring somebody to Jesus. 89% of Christians in 1993 felt that it is the responsibility of every Christian to share their faith. 89%. They recently redid this survey. 
Now, less than 64% of practicing Christians believe that it's the responsibility of every Christian to be engaged in evangelism. That number has plummeted 20, over 25%. Not only that, 47% of practicing Christian millennials say that evangelism is wrong. So not just we don't do it. It's actually wrong to, to share your faith in hopes that you would bring somebody else to faith. Friends, the tide turns when the people of God roll up their sleeves and get active in their faith. A city is transformed when we roll up our sleeves and we get active in our faith. You see, it's critical for Life Center now, and I'm thankful for it, 104 years old. But it's critical that we return to a church planting mindset. Tyler, what do you mean by that? Well, understand, church plants, and, and you can study this out, but they often have a much higher engagement of soul winning than established churches. Why is that? Because established churches over time, that becomes something you attend. Right? Oh yeah, Life Center, I, I attend them. Or I've, I've had this conversation a number of times this last year. Oh, I no longer attend them. But understand, in a church plant, you don't have that opportunity. Everybody's involved. Because if everybody doesn't get involved, the thing doesn't live. And I, I pray that Life Center, we, we would kind of go back to our roots in 1918 and say, God, what are you going to do in this season? Here we are 104 years later. God, God where's the next campus that you want to launch Life Center? Where's the next thing? Where's the next person? God, can we be a part of reaching wide. We want to be a church that reaches wide. And so in each of these three areas, I want to share what I'm calling a BHAG. How many of you have ever heard of that term, BHAG? It stands for a big, holy, audacious goal. <laughs> Actually, the real, the real acronym is a big, hairy, audacious goal, but we'll just kind of scrub that. And we're just going to say it's a big, holy, audacious goal. And so what is, what is this idea? What could this look like for Life Center as our BHAG? This, this is 10 years from now. So 10 years. Here's what I'm praying. That 10 years from now, we will have 1% of Pierce County in one of our weekend gatherings. 1%. 10 years from now. But how many know 10 years is a long time? And so as I was praying about this, I was like, okay, 10 years is great. What are we going to do this year? How many know what, what we're going to set out to do this year? Here's what I'm believing. So this year, 2023, we've talked about it as a staff. We're praying about it as a board. We're leaning into this idea. We are asking God to help Life Center grow by 1,000 people. And what that means is 750 adults, 150 kids, and 100 youth. Come on, youth. 100 years. Now, I know, I know some of us are sitting there going, Tyler, Ty, a thousand? Are you kidding yourself? Tyler, did you have too much caffeine today? 
I, I know it sounds crazy, the idea that this church could grow by a thousand, but, but imagine this thought with me. If every person at Life Center reached one person, that, that number is actually not big enough. It's, it's not close to big enough. See, see, imagine if each one of us said, okay, this year, God, would you put one person? God, I'm, I'm believing for one person. I'm believing for one person. What happens when you begin to pray like that? God puts you in relationship with that one person. And when their life gets transformed, all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh, he, God does the work. He just uses me to point them to him. Oh, and then the next person. And the next, all of a sudden, what are we experiencing? We're experiencing the greatest season of soul winning we've ever experienced. We want to be a church that reaches wide. And so Life Center, can I ask, will you join me in this journey? Can we be a church that will reach wide? We're going to do everything we can do to, to remove barriers on Sundays. We, we want to create environments where we are focused on families first every single weekend. And so from kids to youth to adults to marriages, we are going to strengthen family. We're going to reach wide. But if we accomplish that and we don't actually build people, guess what? We fail. Because Jesus did not say, go into all the world and help people make a decision about me. You see, that, that's the starting point, but how many of you know that's not the end point, amen? So let's talk about build strong, because Jesus, he says this in Matthew 28, 19 through 20. It says this, go therefore and make what? Disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them. Oh, don't miss that. Well, Tyler, I don't want teaching. I just want inspiration. I'll help inspire you as you get a vision of what God has for your life. But understand, we got to teach them to observe what? Everything I've commanded you. And remember, here's the cool thing. This comes with a promise. Remember, I'm with you. Always. To the very end of the age. You see, as, as we become a church that's, that's willing to reach wide and stretch wide, guess what? Jesus promised he's going with us. As we reach people in Parkland and Midland and, and Ruston and all throughout Pierce County, guess what? Jesus is with us. We want to reach wide, but if we stop there, we don't actually fulfill the Great Commission because he's called us to build strong. Can you say build strong? Build strong. So what does this mean for our focus this year? Well, we're launching officially this next Wednesday night what we're calling Build Nights. Wednesday night here at the Central Campus. I know that the Rainier Campus has multiple things going on for Build Night. Pastor Jeff up at the North Tacoma Campus, multiple things going on for Build Night. But here's the dream and here's the why behind Build Nights. It's time for us, after we've journeyed through COVID, we must rebuild community. We have to. Too many people are still isolated in their faith. 
They're trying to journey with Jesus alone. And we need to create environments and opportunities where kids are being built strong in their faith. Youth are being built strong in their faith. Young adults are being built strong in their faith. Young marrieds are being built strong in their faith. Singles are being built strong in their faith. Those of uh, who are approaching their empty nester years being built strong in their faith. Those who are well into retirement, come on, they're being built strong in their faith. This Matters. We want to help build the people of Life Center so that we can reach the 633,000. This is the assignment that Jesus has given us. And understand, we don't just want to make disciples. Some of you are scratching your head right now. Everybody lean forward for a second. We want to make disciples who know how to make disciples who know how to make disciples. See, that, that right there is called multiplication. Because I know when I, when I was young, I went through discipleship class in middle school and I got done and I graduated, I got a certificate and I was like, sweet! And then I learned really quick, oh, I'm not done growing as a disciple. And in fact, until I can make a disciple, I got some growing to do. And that's where we are headed. We want to make disciples who know how to make disciples who can go and make disciples. Why? So that this thing goes far beyond our lifetime. This is why we've added a couple of key roles this year. We added the role of family life pastor. Pastor Aaron Gentile has stepped into that role, and we're so excited about him. Because we want to invest. We want to invest in healthy families, healthy marriages, but also with a discipleship focus. In addition to that, Pastor Sammy Seha has stepped in as our global groups director. Come on, give it up for Pastor Sammy. Pastor Sammy, where are you at? I saw him somewhere. Pastor, where are you at? Yell at me. Oh, in the foyer. Awesome. <laughs> He's doing work. Um, so here's our big, holy, audacious goal. So 10 years from now, here's the dream for our build nights, that we would have over 1,000 people involved with our build nights and our life groups on a weekly basis. Now that's, that's a lot. What does that mean for us this year? This year, here's what we're believing for, and I'm asking you to lean in with us. We are asking and believing God for 20% of our weekend attendance to be involved in build nights. 20%. That's what we're believing for. And here's an opportunity for you right now. On the front of this card that you received on your way in, there's a little QR code. You can actually scan that Right now, but you're not going to do that right now because you're so intent on what I'm saying. <laughs> but hypothetically, right now you could scan that, scroll through options, and sign up for an opportunity of build night at your specific campus. If, if you're not into QR codes, that's okay. We got tables in the foyer. That's what Pastor Sammy is actually setting up right now. So, so we have like pen and paper and you can sign up. It's, it's this crazy thing. You can sign up on a table out in the foyer right after this event 
tonight. But listen, I don't just want to give you a compelling why without giving you a clear ask. And so I'm asking you, would you devote some time in your schedule? I get it. We're all busy. We all have a lot of things we could be doing. But I guarantee if we will lean in and allow Jesus to build us as disciples, that number of 633,000 is going to decrease as we continue to build the people of life center as followers of Jesus. Third and final area, love well. Love well. See, this, this final area is so incredibly important because this has to do with our serving. See, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it says this, that, that we could actually surrender our lives to the flames. We could do all these great things, these great exploits. But then Paul says something sobering under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He says, but if we don't have love, we are nothing. Don't miss this. What that means is Life Center, over the next few years, we could, we could go on this like campaign to reach people for Jesus and we're reaching wide and man we build to be a church of, of over 8,000 for the glory of God we, we go on this journey to build discipleship systems and, and reach people and build them strong and, and all of that is great and then we don't love the people across our street and guess what Jesus looks at us and says you're nothing see we, we, we have to be a church that is committed to loving well, I love that we don't just say loving. Because how many know there's a difference between loving and loving well? We're called to be a church that loves well. And this is defined, hear me, both by our giving and our going. Can you say give? Yeah. Can you say go? go? Our giving and our going. So events like our backpack give, the work through the Life Center Food Bank, our work with tiny homes, our missions both locally and globally. Life Center, we gotta lean in to, to what God is inviting us to do as it comes to loving our community and the world well. And here's what, what we can never lose sight of. The mission of Jesus, it's both across the street and around the world. Sometimes I'll have conversations with people and, and their only paradigm of missions is, is across the border. And guess what? That's true, but by itself, it's also incomplete. Some people, they just think about what's across the street and they don't care about what's going on the other side of the world. And friends, we have to hold both of those well. And it's not good enough, Life Center, for us to just write a big check and go, we loved well. It's part of it, but it's not the sum total. Because loving well is revealed, yes, in our giving, but it's also revealed in our going. So for us, can I share a 10-year, big, holy, audacious goal? 10 years from now, here's, here's what I'm believing for. That we would be a church that gives $10 million a year away. Away. Doesn't go into like, oh, cool, we, we got a new thing. I don't know what the thing would be. 
I'm guessing it would be a really nice thing at $10 million, but no, that, that's, that's what goes out. I mean, could you dream a dream with me of, of giving away $10 million locally and globally? But not just that, but that we would also be a church that would send a thousand people a year on missions trips. <laughs> giving and going. Giving and going. Understand, okay, that's, that's the big, holy, audacious goal. What does that mean for this next year? Well, again, we have a goal this year to raise $500,000 for Life Center Cares. Some of you, you haven't yet filled out one of those pledge cards. Maybe this is the first time you're hearing about that. If that's the case, you've missed the last month at church. I'm glad that you're back with us tonight. But understand, that was that earlier slide that you saw. So far, so to we totaled up what's come in in pledges and cash so far this year. And we're currently at, drum roll please. There we go. There's the number. 129,894. So that, that's so far for this next year. What that means is we got some room to go for us to hit that $500,000 goal. And so I want to ask, would you pray? Would you consider what is the part that God wants you to play? Giving is one part. And so we're believing for $500,000 for LC Cares, but we're also believing that we are going to send 100 people this year on a missions trip. A hundred of you. Now, this is significant because some of you, you've never been on a mission trip your entire life. Can I tell you why it's important for you to go on a mission trip? It will change your world. Your world. Your world. It, it will change how you see your city. It will change how you see your faith. It will, it will turn something inside of you. And guess what also will happen? If you go on a missions trip, your heart will become more generous in giving towards missions. It's the giving and the going. You'll find yourself saying things like, man, if, if I can pay to go on a missions trip and go and work my tail off for a week, and come home and feel more blessed than those who I was serving? Why can't I do this at home? That's why we go. That's why we provide these opportunities. And, and we have opportunities for you to engage in a missions trip. I, I'm, I'm nervous to ask for a slide. Do we, have, we don't have a slide for that. But you can jump online and go to lifecenter.com. The team's literally going, Tyler, no more slides. Just, just talk. There's a slide for that. There's a, okay. You can jump on the website and as missions trips become available, I would encourage you, take that step. Watch what God will do in your heart. Watch how God will work through you. I've seen it with my own eyes, friends. I've been, I've been all around the world and I watch people who, who were so scared and, and insecure about sharing their faith here in Tacoma and they go to another land, another language and all of a sudden this boldness comes on them and they, they have this aha moment where they're like, you know what? I can take this home. This can become a day-to-day -day reality for and this all matters. Why? Because as we're called to be a church that loves well, it, if we do that, 
I believe that God will continue to give us people to build, to build strong. And if, if we will be faithful in building the people of Life Center strong, guess what I'm crazy enough to believe for? That God will help us be a church that reaches wide that he'll send us souls that are hungry, that are seeking, that are searching. Why? Because he knows that we're not going to waste the harvest, but we are going to build the harvest and develop the harvest. And we're going to continue to love people well. And we're doing that. Why? Because Jesus reached us with a wide reach and, and somebody stepped in. Some of us, we had Sunday school teachers. Some of us, we had life group leaders. We had people who poured into us to build us and they taught us what it looked like to love well. But friends, if it ends with us something's wrong life center could I ask would you not just pray with me but but would you join me in collectively us rolling up our sleeves and saying God would you allow this to be the greatest season of soul winning we've ever seen come on Tacoma needs it Pierce County needs it our nation needs it our world needs it. But here's where it becomes practical. It starts with one. It starts with one. We began this night with a poem written by one of our students recounting the, the vision of the church that I see and, and yet it always comes back to the one that one person. And so tonight, Life Center, as the band comes, and I'm gonna invite the band, we're, we're gonna sing a song of worship, but for each one of these three areas, reach wide, build strong, love well, did you notice that there was a call to action for each and every one of us? To love well, I'm asking, how can you partner with Life Center Cares? How can you give sacrificially this year? But, but in addition to that, will you go on a missions trip? And then with Build Strong, I'm inviting all of us, will, will you be involved with Build Night? Will you join a group? Will, will you engage in discipleship? Grow this year. Watch what God will do. But then that brings us all the way back to this idea of being a church that reaches wide. And here's what I'm gonna invite us to do. Would you stand to your feet all across this room? Tonight, on the stage, you'll notice there's a number of pieces of plexiglass. There's one for each of the campuses. Rainier has one. North Tacoma has one. The central campus has a few here. And understand, we began tonight asking, what is it that you are believing for? Now I'm gonna make this specific. Who is it that you are believing for? Do you have a neighbor? Do you have a coworker? Do you have a family member who doesn't yet know Jesus? And tonight, I'm gonna ask you to take a bold step of faith. We have markers available and we're gonna invite you to come up on stage. Some of you, you're about to live your wildest dream out. You get to come up on stage while the band is playing. You get to high five Brandon as he's like, you know, shredding for the glory of Jesus. This is awesome. But tonight, I'm going to ask, 
Would you write the name or names of some people that this year you're going to pray and you're going to believe and you're going to seek and you're going to ask and, and you're going to do whatever God asks you to do to be a part of his plan to reach wide? Because do you know that God so loved the world, all of it, that he gave his one and only son? See, Jesus, he reached us with a wide reach. And I want us to be a church that reflects that same reach. So tonight, what is it that you're believing for? Maybe you're believing for God to bring a breakthrough in in physical healing in your body. If that's you, go ahead and write that down too. But, But tonight, I'm believing for souls. I'm asking, God, would you trust Life Center? Would this be the greatest season of soul winning we've ever experienced? And and can we get specific? And so right now, come on, let's pray. Holy Spirit, I pray right now that you would put names and faces, etch them upon our hearts. God, I pray that Life Center collectively, we would move into the greatest season of soul winning we've ever experienced. God, we're doing everything we can to position ourselves to be ready for the harvest so that we can make disciples who make a decision for you. And God, we want to be a church that continues to love well. And so would you speak to us? God, right now, I pray that there would be people, names that you are putting on our hearts. Some of us right now, we're thinking about family members. We're thinking about co-workers. We're thinking about people we go to school with. We're thinking about those who live in our car, our apartment complexes. Some of us, we're, we're thinking about the barista that serves us coffee, coffee a few times a week. God, I pray that there would be specific names on these boards. And God, that over the next year, we would be able to see with our own eyes the moment where that person, they put their trust in Jesus. They walk into a church gathering with us and we walk them forward and we show them their name and we say, I've been praying for this for months. We've been believing for you for months. Our church has been dreaming about this moment. We've been praying for you, for your family. And and guess what? This is the goodness of God on display. God, I pray that you would do it time and time and time again over the year ahead. God, we're praying that you would grow us. And God, I pray that each of us, we would catch a vision. That if each of us reaches one, the kingdom increases. 633,000 decreases and the kingdom of heaven increases. And so Holy Spirit, would you lead our hands as we write these names. And as we sing this song, I pray that faith would rise up in our hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, Life Center, would you make your way forward? These team members are going to help you. You're going to grab a marker, so just make your way right now. Feel the freedom to step out as the band begins to lead us in worship. And we're going to sing this song as we write these names. So come on, make your way forward.